Welcome to the Forever 31 Podcast. I am your host, Lady B. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about from underdog to standing tall. From underdog to standing tall. Listen, y'all know that I am all about empowerment. You know that I'm all about encouraging. And so I got a few things to share with you, a few words of wisdom, a few words of encouragement to help lift you up. Um, I know that it's been a season of trying times for most folks. And so this is something for you that you could take and put on repeat uh, when you're having those moments where you feel like enough is enough. All right. This one's going to be personal for me, y'all. All right. You ready? Let's do it. So today's episode, we are talking about from underdog to standing tall, from underdog to standing tall. Listen, I am going to share some personal uh, triumphs with you. I'm going to share some stories with you to help you relate um, because I really want you to be able to grasp this concept. You know, um, some of us, we've had some really hard times in our lives and we are experiencing those now. And I'm finding that people are looking for motivation. People are looking for a reason to keep going. And, you know, even for those folks that are, um, that believe in a higher being or that believe in God or, and, and things like that, um, they are still having difficulty maneuvering during this time. Um, it's a, it's a big time of, of money concerns and inflation and things don't always seem like, you know, you can be able to move forward. And so people are stuck. So I wanted to be able to share um, some information with you on how you can really go from being an underdog to standing tall. And so we are going to dive into that. So y'all know I can't know where I'm going unless I know where I'm coming from. So I have a lot of definitions and I had a really good enlightenment period um, going through these definitions. And so this phrase, what is what is an underdog, right? We, we've heard it time and time again. And if you're a sports fan like myself, You may have heard it in those different uh, scenarios, whether it's boxing or whether it's MMA or, you know, those types of events. But for for our all intensive purposes, what we're going to talk about is an underdog is a competitor that is thought, underline that, thought. An underdog is a competitor that is thought to have little chance of winning a fight or contest. An underdog is a competitor who is thought to have little chance of winning a fight or a contest. And the other definition for underdog is a person with little status in society. A person with little status in society. I have another definition, but before I go to that, a person with little status in society. Do y'all see how they view us? You automatically, if you don't have status, what society calls status, you're automatically called an underdog. So for the majority of us on this planet, we're considered underdogs because we don't have societal status? Okay, moving on. Uh, the other definition is uh, of an underdog is a loser or a predicted loser in a struggle or a contest. A loser 
or a predicted loser in a struggle or a contest? Do you resonate with any of these definitions? Like sometimes it's hard to, nobody wants to say they're a loser. No one wants to say that they're um, someone that's predicted to, 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 to lose the fight or someone who's not seen as a winner because that can be discouraging, right? But if you really look at your situation right now, do you feel like that this resonates with you? I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we can have is an underdog mentality. And it's very, it could be a good thing if you utilize it the right way. Now, if you have that underdog mentality and you're just convinced that you'll never be a winner, always be a loser. And, you know, I've discussed these on other episodes where whatever you think, that's what you're going to be. However, you have your mind, your mindset, your mentality, that's how you're going to be. Right. So, uh, but you can have an underdog mentality and let it work for you, right? One of the biggest underdog mentalities that's referenced is the David and Goliath story, right? In the Bible. And if you're unfamiliar with it, David was the definition of an underdog, right? He was the small, he was a smaller person. Um, and he was, uh, up against Goliath and Goliath was this massive, mega giant, right? And he had been going around torturing and bullying their people. And so he had been calling out for weeks, days on end saying, somebody come fight me. And nobody uh, would fight him because of how big he was um, and how they had already seen the type of guy and the type of bully and monster that he was, right? You see him pace back and forth. I imagine that he was probably just being mean and hitting up on people and destroying people with one fist and, you know, that sort of thing. And so when you're watching that, you know what I mean? He he did his job, Goliath, because he got into their head in advance. They had, they were able to see with their eyes what he brought to the table. So in their mind, he was seemingly impossible to defeat in their minds. Look at this guy. Look at the power that he has. Look at how he's authoritative. Look at what he brings to the table when he's just walking around here barking all day long. No, I'm not going to fight him. I want to live. I want to be with my family. They had considered and accepted in their minds that they would rather be tortured and they would rather live a life of being uh, in captivity than to try and fight for their freedom. That's what they accepted. But David, the smallest of them all said, no, we're not going to do this went to the king and said, let me at him. I can get him. And everyone's like, nah, David, you can't do this. Family, loved ones, you know, people in the community, you can't do this, David. This fight is too big for you, right? But he knew without a shadow of a doubt that he could do this, right? And so he, when he tried to go to the king and try and being able to convince him to let him do it, he ended up trying on the king's armor, of course, David was a small being, so the king's armor did not fit, covering his eyes, too big for his chest, too big for his feet, couldn't lift the sword. Like, it was just too much. Why? Because it wasn't made for David. Those weapons were not made for David. How, you cannot use the weapons that belong to somebody else. You got to get your own. Whatever another person is doing to make it through their life or to move forward, that's for them. But you got to find what works for you. 
and for you alone. Because if it works for you, that's what's going to help you get through, right? So David was like, nah, nah, I don't need your armor. I'm just going to take these stones and I'm going to take this slingshot and I'm going to defeat him. Again, everybody looking at him like he's crazy trying to talk him out of it because it was a massive idea. No one had seen such bravery before, but he said, yo, I can do this. Not only can I do this, but because God is on my side, I can do this, right? And so guess what? He did it. He slayed the giant. No problem. Without problem, right? Underdog mentality. When you are already considered to be the loser, when you're predicted to be the one who will not succeed, if when you know that you know that you know that you know, despite what everyone is saying to you and you still go, you still move forward, you still press on, that's that underdog mentality. Because when you lock in, When you lock in and don't get distracted by what it looks like, what it feels like, what you see, and when you lock in on what you feel and what you trust and believe in, that's what gets you to the next place. And that's how you go from underdog to standing tall. Listen, let's let's jump into what standing tall means. Standing tall means to be proud and confident. Standing tall means being proud and confident. And then another definition of standing tall means to behave in a brave, proud, or unyielding manner without retreating from confrontation, danger, or adversity. That definition got me so hyped. I got to say it again. To behave in a brave, proud, or unyielding manner without retreating from confrontation, danger, or adversity. That means I see it coming. This is going to be bad, but I ain't going nowhere. This feels hard, but I ain't going nowhere. This is the worst situation I ever felt in my life, but I ain't going nowhere. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's what standing tall is. So that definition stood out to me so much that I wanted to look up what unyielding meant. And unyielding means not giving way to pressure. It is a person that is unlikely to be swayed and they are resolute. Unyielding is a person who is unlikely to be swayed and they are resolute. Come what may, you cannot knock me down, right? unyielding. So then I was like, okay, resolute. That word stood out to me, right? So I went, what does resolute mean? Resolute means to be admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. Admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. Wow. All of these definitions of standing tall, unyielding, being resolute are all strength givers that tells you no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, if you develop and envelop and engulf these personas that you are able to accomplish any goal or any adversity any danger, any confrontation that comes. Let me share something with you. So I grew up 
um, in a very, uh, I grew up in a low income household, right? And so um, I am the, I think I've shared before, I'm the eldest of seven. So I had six brothers. My mom was a single parent and we were on, uh, we were in using a lot of the government's resources, right? Uh, from having Section 8 housing, if you're not familiar with that, because I know we have listeners outside of the states, um, that's housing that the federal government offers to low-income families. Um, and that usually when you're on Section 8 housing, that means sometimes you're using some of the government's resources, right? So that could be food stamps, WIC, it could be um, those types of, you know, resources. And so, we 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 utilize those things, and so I remember there were some times with time, times were tough, right? And so we did the best that we could, and so I had uh, purposed in my mind because because things were tight, I already knew I'm not going to be asking my mom for stuff because I see the ones behind me that she got to take care of. So I want to wear new clothes, but these hand me downs from my cousins gonna have to do these hand me downs from my aunt gonna have to do because I already see that this is not a priority. And she didn't say that, but I didn't want that to be a burden on her, right? Okay, so when I became of age to be able to get a work permit, 13 years old, I went to work, summer jobs, working my butt off, bringing home paychecks. Here, Ma, I want to help. Here, Ma, I want to help. Year after year after year until I could start working full-time and going to school, right? Struggle was very hard, but I had a mindset of, when I come of age, this will not be my story. Underdog mentality. It will not be my story because I do not want to experience life like this. I do not want to. I, I believe that there has to be better. And just because I come from this doesn't mean that this has to be my ending. Does that make sense? Just because I grew up in this type of environment of a struggle mentality, uh, of a struggle environment, or from from not being able to have um, things, or to not be able to have certain foods because you know they were so expensive and things like that. From growing up from that, it was already in my spirit that as I become an adult, whatever it takes. I'm going to do that to get to the next level because I want to be able to enjoy life, right? And so there's always been some stage in my life when someone has told me no. There's always been some stage in my life when someone has told me no. So, you know, when I got into working and finding my career and trying to figure out what I was going to do, um, I went into customer service and I was good at it and I did it. And and then it came to a point when I was just like, you know, I want to do something more. There has to be more to me than, and I'm not knocking anybody who's who's living, doing customer service. We need you. And some of y'all can kill that. And, and if we had more people like you, uh, the world to be a better place. Uh, but, you know, I just wanted to do something more. And so I went and I decided to go to nursing school. And so uh, I went and I got my LPN license, right? My nursing, I got a nursing diploma and got my LPN uh, test and all of that type of thing. I had a goal to want to work in corporate America with the LPN uh, license. And so uh, LPN is a licensed practical nurse. Um, and so there are minor differences between a registered nurse and the LPN. And we can talk about that some other time. But in that, I was told that it was impossible for that to occur. 
everybody I asked, no, nah, the best you're going to be able to do is working in a nursing home or a doctor's office. That's all they're going to let you do as a LPN. That's all I kept being told. But I heard one person, I asked one lady who I knew that went to my church, and she happened to be an LPN, and I asked her, do we work in corporate America? She said, yeah, you can do whatever you want to do with this license. You, we work everywhere. That's all I needed to hear was one yes. And I fought. And when I tell you I fought, I fought and I fought and I fought until I found the right employer where I still am today that wanted me on board with my LPN license, that paid me what I should be receiving, that I wouldn't get working in a nursing home, the salary that I wouldn't get working in a doctor's office, the salary that RNs don't get today working in hospitals and things of that nature. Why? Because I had the underdog mentality, though people are saying no, though people are saying because of my history, I don't deserve this. I don't belong here. I did not let them dictate my future. I did not let them dictate my story. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? So no matter what it looks like for you, no matter what is going on, even if it looks like all hell is breaking loose, you can overcome this and you can go from underdog to standing tall. You may have had some of the worst situations in your life. Some of the worst situations that if I went through it, I probably wouldn't be able to make it. Or if so-and-so went through it, they wouldn't be able to make it, right? But you were able to overcome it. Do not disengage from that. Do not, you have to acknowledge that and utilize and remember the strength that it took for you to be where you are now and keep that, keep that going forward. Keep reminding yourself of that because it does not define who you are and where you are going. You can go from underdog to unyielding to unwavering, from underdog to standing tall. Listen, I hope today's episode was an encouragement for you, that it was a blessing for you, that you were able to find something um, positive from it and that you could share it with somebody else. You know, we are on a, a mission to be able to remind people who they are because it's been a season of a lot of tearing down and it's just been rough. Um, but we want to let you know that you have strength and you can be able to find that courage on the inside and you can be able to go. Life does not have to end um, because of some of the things that you have going on. So if you're not following us on social media, come find us. Uh, you can find us on all platforms. You could download us, uh, subscribe to our podcast and download from us from wherever you can find our episodes okay thank you for those that have been rocking with us and remember to live life with passion and compassion until next time you've been listening to the forever 31 podcast with lady b hit her up at lady b at forever dash 31.com find us on our website the BernadetteCosby.com. That's spelled T H E B E R N A D E T T E C O S B Y.com. Find us on Facebook. Also follow us on Instagram at The Bernadette Cosby, all one word. Don't forget to rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, live life with passion and compassion.